<clears throat> so let's get this thing going. All right, excellent. It is always good to have Gary Dietrich. I'm Tony Lopez with CBS 13. So executive producer Leanne Key said, do a political podcast. CBS 13, what should we call it? Getting Answers, uh, Political Podcast, Campaign 2018. And somebody said, what about Politipod? Politipod. I hope we have that thing trademarked right now. Do you like it? Yeah, I love it. Because I came up with it. So that's perfect. That's the perfect answer. Now we'll reconsider. (laughs) No, that's a a great idea, Tony. And and you know what? It's it's one of those catchy things. The important thing is people in bite-sized chunks are going to get the information they need to vote. I mean, they've been overwhelmed. Let's be honest about Mm -hmm. it. Between the ads on radio and TV, the stuff crammed in our mailboxes, it's confusing to people. And that's what we're trying to do, right? Is cut through the clutter. Exactly. So welcome to Politipod, the inaugural broadcast. We'll have many of these. Uh, Gary, you've heard on Armstrong and Getty. You've heard on KGO Radio. You've seen most recently on CBS 13. You'll see a lot more of him because he's our guy now. He's our nonpartisan, middle-of-the-road, tell-it-like-it-is guy. And that's why we we love you, Gary. And that's why you're going to break it down for us in simple terms for people that are voting for the first time or voting for the umpteenth time. And you know what? Just midterm, you know this, Tony, but, but people are energized this time. They really are. And, of course, we have a wide-open uh, governor's race, but all the things happening nationally, you know, have really energized people. And California's key. If people don't uh, know this, the, the number of House seats in particular that go one way or the other could determine who controls Congress. All right, let's start with the governor's race here. We'll talk about politics in a non-boring, conversational, casual, easy-to-understand way. There you Some go. issues, let's be honest, are kind of boring. We'll kind of skate through those and let you know what's happening just to be on the table with them. But the governor's race has gotten interesting. We have the Democrat, Gavin Newsom, of course, lieutenant governor, going up against Republican John Cox. We've talked about this, the back and forth between President Trump and Gavin Newsom. You said that Newsom is loving this because it's free publicity. Well, Newsom has really positioned himself as kind of like the anti-Trump. That's how he's run his campaigns. I expect that's how he's going to be as governor if he wins. And he really fashions himself as the guy taking on Washington. And the New York Times famously said, hey, Sacramento, ground zero of the resistance movement. So that's where we are. You've got John Cox, a conservative Republican. You know, he's gotten behind the Trump efforts. And interestingly, these polls were about 20, 25 percent apart. In favor of Newsom over the summer, uh, Tony, mm-hmm. that's been cut in half now. Cox has made himself visible in Northern California. Tough landscape, given Gavin Newsom's uh, popularity there. He's gone to the DMV. He's talked to people who've been in line for four days and have just got to the front door. I uh, know they're getting better from what I heard. My license is coming up soon. So DMV, you're great. Um, so... Cox has tried to to break through that Northern California. Do you think he has that statewide power to try and get the voters from Northern California that are familiar with Newsom? Yeah, one of the challenges is just name ID. You know, it's just getting your name out there. Who are you? And this setup is a classic race. You know, this is Republican, de- conservative, liberal, Democrat. I mean, by all accounts, that's where this is. And and Cox has had a challenge because he's been outspent about three to one, uh, in by the campaigns and ten to one in terms of what we call IE or independent expenditures. But He's picked his issues carefully and he said, look, corruption, or at least he calls it influenced by special interests. He's against that in Sacramento. He's really gone after things like regulation, making building housing more difficult. And so those are the kinds of things he staked his turf on. You said DMV. He's kind of gone street level with this campaign, which is really interesting, which is, hey, are things working for you in the state? Because if they're not, I'm your guy. He's been doing well in the polling, like you said. So obviously uh, he's resonating with some voters. And uh, we, we shall see. I want to ask you about it being a non-presidential election year in terms of turnout. We talked about turnout before. Lots of registered voters this year. But it's a matter of if they're going to get off uh, in their butts off the couch and go vote or, or uh, mail-in ballot. But um, non-presidential elections, you see a, a smaller voter turnout, correct? Typically, however, this one 
most of us think it's going to be a real anomaly. Typically in what we call midterm elections or non-presidential years, uh, it's really the top of the governor's race, that ticket, that drives the turnout. You know, do you care about uh, this governor's race or not? Now, when you had somebody running for your election like Jerry Brown did last time, we had really low turnout. But not only because we have an open, open governor's race, but even more so, Tony, because of what's happening nationally. I mean, there's just no question. You know, there has been nonstop conversation, right, mm-hmm. since we elected a new president. Mm-hmm. Nonstop. And we expect that to continue through 2020. So this race in particular, of course, the Kavanaugh hearings energize people. Control of the House and the Senate vitally important and most people think at least the house currently in play so it has energized voters this time around and we know this from the polling in ways that midterms rarely do let's wrap up the talk with governor by asking about governor brown um i saw something and i read something i think msnbc had a little blurb about could governor brown be running for president again in 2020 Probably not. <laughs> More likely. Well, we already know we've got a U.S. senator who's essentially doing that. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, Kamala Harris, she's been out there. She, I, most recent polls out, she's number three on the list, supposedly, mm-hmm. favored by na- Democrats nationally. But don't count out somebody named maybe Governor Newsom. Mm. I mean, you know, Barack Obama ran only after two years in the Senate, the biggest state in the union. I'm just saying. A lot of people have already said Gavin Newsom already has his eyes on the White House, whether it's in 2020 or the next time after that. Yet to be seen. Uh, one Governor Brown story, I interviewed him a few times. I know you've spoken with him as well. Um, I interviewed him in September. They said, you got six or seven minutes with him. And it happened to be on the same day that uh, commemorated the state of California being admitted into the Union. 1850, September 6th, I think it was. And my last question, because I know, I know he has a good sense of humor, I wanted to say... Governor, today commemorates the day where California was admitted into the Union in 1850. What was it like that day? <laughs> I didn't pull the trigger. I wimped out, Gary. I wanted <laughs> to do it. I didn't. Because I, I, I threw the question to my wife and son before I left. And they're like, you can't ask him that. That's rude. You can't ask him. I should have because he has a good sense of humor. I yeah. went back and I told my well, boss. Well, you know what? That's it. That age kind of joke is something the governor's got quite used to. Yeah. He is, he's made pretty clear. I don't. I mean, is another elected office in his future? Probably not. Yeah. He's made that pretty clear. I think he's done. You know, this is his second time around as governor, as people remember. So eight, you know, four terms as, as California governor after a lot of other things. I think he's pre- pretty much decided, you know what? Time to hang up the spurs. Time to go to Calusa and play with the dogs and hop on a horse. He did say he was going to obviously uh, campaign for, for certain people and certain causes. And uh, Yeah, I think he'll stay involved in certain issues he's cared about, most notably things like climate change. All right, so you have Gavin Newsom taking on John Cox. We shall see what happens on Election Day. Thank you for joining us uh, for this episode of Politipod. For more information on this race, please go to our website, cbs13.com slash voter guide. And we encourage you to listen to the other episodes of Politipod. Lots more to talk about. Gary and I are going to break down the congressional races, uh, the governor's race we just did, the lieutenant governor's race, all of the propositions on the ballot because uh, propositions are pretty interesting this year. And also watch CBS 13, of course, leading up to Election Day and Election Night. Gary will be all over the airwaves breaking it down for us. And uh, we'll keep getting answers for you here on the CBS 13 Politipod. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. All right.